Hey guys, I got a sponsor. Let's talk about it today. It's actually, you know, I don't talk about anything unless I use it. So it's sheath underwear. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you what, go to it, which is go to sheathunderwear.com. S-H-E-A-T-H, sheathunderwear.com. I've probably seen it. They have a little symbol on the shirts. They look like a little transformer. Sheath underwear, they're amazing. They're cool, meaning they feel good. They're silky. They have a little pouch. So what you do is you take your uh, meat and veg, you know what I'm saying, your kibbles, your bits, and they get tucked in this little pouch where they rest, and the rest of the underwear snug everywhere. Um, I'm telling you, I usually don't like to sleep in underwear. I like to sleep buck. That's right, because I like nice, cool sheets. But I sleep in these underwear, and I don't feel like I'm wearing underwear. They're comfortable. They're good. They don't sweat. And they also keep you all hugged up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm just telling you, if you want to, you should really check them out because they also last. I have a ton of them. I'm going to do them next time and show them to you all. Uh, go to sheathunderwear.com, promo code Jamie. Sheathunderwear.com, promo code Jamie, and try them. They're going to have a whole thing. I think they're giving 20% off. They might. They're the official underwear of the UFC, so that's why I always see UFC fighters all tucked away. It's because they're wearing a sheath. Unsheath your sheath. Keep your sword sheathed. Sheathunderwear.com. Promo code Jamie. Get the sheath. I'm telling you. Like, if you want to free ball it, nah. That can hurt. You know you bruise, and next thing you know you feel sick to your stomach. The other stuff doesn't really. This actually tucks you in, but you don't feel like any pressure. If you're like me, you don't like pressure on the dill pickle unless, you know, someone is applying it, if you know what I'm saying. Sheathunderwear.com, promo code Jamie. Check it out. Peace. Ladies and germs, another special guest. This is a super special guest. Oh, thank you. This is a special guest. Ooh, not like. This is, if you've ever seen me in a movie, if you've ever seen me in anything, a lot of times someone doing the hard work <laughs> is John John. John John. This is John John, who is Hi. my stunt double, stand in, co star, dance double, dance double, <laughs> and best friend. Yeah. Soulmate. Soulmate. Straight guy soulmate. Yeah. Heterosexual life partner. A hundred percent. Wait, now let me ask you a question. Lay it on me. You're not high, are you? A little bit. Okay. What drug are we on? Just a little weed. Okay. All right. A little bit of weed. Yeah, a little weed. Um, now, have you ever done a podcast before? Mm -mm. No. I'm taking your cherry. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to meet me mm -hmm. in the parking lot of Gelson's. Yes. And that's what we're doing. That's where we are. Now, I have a tech guy and helper, but he's not here, so it's a little wacky. Well, it's a small studio. <sighs> you know, I uh, I just came from Bill Gluckman's I know. celebration of life. Yeah, that's. I wish I could have been there. I know. No, but you're, you're training. <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff right now for a new project we're going to talk about. But 
Oh, it took me back. We worked with a Hollywood legend. I know. Love Story. I know. What's Up, Doc? I know. Like, Barbara Streisand did not show. Really? It's well, a little annoying. She, I mean, no, she's, she's busy. She's busy. She's busy. But, dude, What's Up, Doc? Main event. Mm-hmm. Love Story. The game. Like, so many. Westerns. So many. I, I mean, he was... Um, he was up for, from what I read and heard about, he was up for Raiders of the Lost Ark. He that's was? What, that's what I heard. He was? Him, Tom, oh my Tom Selleck. God. Like, I knew Tom Selleck. I never heard his name. I think, uh, unless I'm wrong, but yeah, I heard that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you just blew my mind. Isn't that crazy? Dude, che- I mean, check it. You know, fact, dude, fact check it. But yeah, that's what I heard. Oh my god, you, he you, was such a sweet dude. I dude. First of all, beyond the whole package, right? Just a good-looking guy. Look at watch what's up, Doc again. Him and Barbara Streisand. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, they're in shape. Yeah, they're tan. Yeah, and they're just they're just. Both of them, you're just like, yeah. Yeah, Barbara's not not my normal type, but she's hot in that movie. Oh, my God. I, Barbara's sexy. I'm not going to lie. Barbara's sexy. Not, not my first, no, no, but she's, I'm into it. Yeah. I was watching today at the funeral, at the Celebration of Life, and they had a lot of, they had a ton of scenes. They had a huge scene in Malibu, which I was going to cry, but mm. um, yeah. but they had everything. I mean, that's what's crazy. He was in Malibu, and he was also in these movies that were nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah. And, <clears throat> dude. He, but he was so funny. Like I would say, he is the definition of charm. He's such a hundred percent. Like you can't. What he had, you can't buy. Natural charisma, an amazing actor. He also did Barry London, and he had like an accent, like an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's physical. Like he was a real boxer. Do you know that? Yes. He was a pugilist. Yeah, I know. And he grew up in the valley. I think, or Malibu. I think he actually grew up in Malibu. And he what, he wanted to be a fighter. Yeah. And I yeah. think he was just, you know. I talked to him at the rap party about that. Talk to me. What happened? Well, I, I want to hear your story. Well, I just like, I, I, I went up to him and I said, hey, you know, Mr. O'Neill, you know, I'm a big fan. And I remember watching your movies as a kid. And, you know, I said, I box. And, and you know, and he was like, oh, yeah, I can tell. And I'm like, really? And, he, and I go, how? And he goes, your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it is a little crooked and i'm like oh all right yeah cool and uh and then we just talked about his boxing when he was young and then i mean looking the way he did how are you gonna be a boxer dude i know come on i know and he got i mean he got roughed up and he roughed up people but it, he still had still, a great face Still pretty, yeah. But like, so, and he was he was in some real fights. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think was amazing. And I've never seen. I know there's a lot of other reputations and all types of stuff. And he's had an intense life. I never saw him raise his voice or ne- ever get set. No. Never. never, never. And if I'll he got you. mad, it I would feel bad for the person he got mad at. Yeah, because he could fucking rip somebody in half. Yeah, the time that that he raised his voice was when he and Blair Underwood had that scene in. When we were at that place in Malibu, the the uh, big house, Madame uh, Dark Web, what's her name? I don't know. Uh, Darcy Lapierre. I don't know who. Darcy Lapierre 
owned the house that we shot Malibu's in. It's next to Cher's house. Right. And Darcy LaPierre is called the Black Widow of Hollywood. Please don't say this, Darcy. And I'll, I'll, she I'll married. Googleize that. Oh, she moved up. She married. It got, that was the Herbalife owner's house. Ah, okay, okay. He died. And she got it. She had married the guy before that. He died. She got his money. And the first guy she was married to was Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's like, she didn't kill me. Oh. Yeah, Darcy okay, LaPierre. Okay. You didn't hear that here. Oh. I, now I think I Yeah, she had like three dead she husbands. She said Van Damme. Van Damme, I think, got out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that, that scene was when, in the film where uh, uh, Ryan wants to, to save you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and uh, Blair Underwood and him, like, I mean, they're two heavy hitter actors, right? Mm -hmm. They they and it, it it became like, oh, this isn't a, this isn't a comedy right now. Like, they were like, and he's like, uh, I'm his father, and he's like, since when? And he's like, since right now. And you're fired, and then boom. But they did that scene several times, and everyone, because I was there. Everyone's like looking around the corner, just going, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like they're they were in it. See, first of all, and it was cool. They took their super dramatic, which they were. Mm -hmm. That's how you make a great comedy: you hire great dramatic actors, yeah. and say, "Just play it real, real." And the circumstances will take care of the rest. Yeah. And I mean, Blair, you know, is up there with anybody. He's yeah. an amazing actor, and so Ryan. They both brought their real intense chops. Yeah, and it. I, I'm not kidding you. <clears throat> I think I remember that scene. I don't, was the dude. Whole I was. Crew. You would be there because you were like standing in and doing stunts, mm -hmm. and so I was like probably in my trailer, like arguing with yeah, Havens whatever. or something. <laughs> probably arguing with my, you know, Havens. <laughs> Havens. Shout out Havens. Brian, get me a tea. Get me a tea, Brian. So <laughs> they. I remember hearing that, and this because they, they were like this movie just got levels. Yeah. <clears throat> it, no, it, it it became a whole other thing, but literally, like, crew that was, like, not on set, like, just, just outside of the room. Pull that a little oh, closer sorry. to your mouth. The crew that was just on set, like, just outside of the room, they were literally, like, peeking around the corner, like, holy shit, man, this shit just got real. Yeah. You know? And that was cool. That was really cool to, to, to witness that, because it was like, wow. Bro, people don't realize all the stuff you've done. But think about it. Would you say your biggest stunt in Malibu's was the trash can? No, it was dunking the ball, the scene that was cut. Oh. That celebration party scene? Yes. I had to run holding So we set it up. So, yeah. well, first of all, when they go get out white boy and they throw me on Wonder Bread mm -hmm. and someone's being thrown... From the from the rap battle. From the rap battle into the dumpster. Yeah, that was me. That's you. Yeah. Now, is it your ass in the movie? No. It, it was someone else's ass because it wasn't neither of our asses. And I'm like, that's not my ass and that's not your ass. No, they called me for the reshoots of, of the ass. It was someone else's ass. And I, I was busy. I was working or something. So they're like, oh, okay. It was one of the PAs. It wasn't. I mean, no offense. Whoever did that ass shot. It wasn't the best representation of our asses. And it's not weird to say that we know each other's asses. <laughs> well, but it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, you know, it, it did what it needed. But to wait, do. so you get thrown in the dumpster. So then mm -hmm. we did this whole other scene where the studio said, "We need a bigger moment." And I'm like, "The movie's working great." And they go, "No, we need some kind of epic thing." So we spent a million dollars on that party scene or the 
Yeah, it was like it, it was the for you, the you fell out. It was of a the, dream. Yeah, it was a dream sequence. And we you fell out of the the sh- the air duct. Yes, which was me falling out. And I walked into like Rapland. Yeah. And it was like this whole scene that we shot of B-Rad's like idea of what it's like to be a successful rapper. Yeah. And I said, you're never going to use it. They spent a million won, and they cut it. Oh, so wait. Good. so you, It was so fun. I, it was amazing. So you fall down the chute. So, yeah, it was like an air air duct, you know, like an air conditioning duct. Fall out, boom, fall into trash. And remember, you, you stand up and you turn around. Remember Big Lester was there? Yeah, dude, Lester Sprite. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, gee. And he's like, go ahead, man. And you walk out, and it was like this whole celebration party. People are playing basketball. People are, you know, dancing and stuff. Yeah. And the, the shot was, or the stunt was, you with a basketball running towards the, yeah. the hoop. Yeah. And from the foul line. That's right. That was you. It. Now, let me just let people know. I wanted to do it. They won't let me. Well, it was it was gnarly. I mean, like it was. This was a gnarly stunt. You practiced this a while, so you had to do uh, off the mini tramp. Okay, so well, I gotta remember this was a big stunt. So what happened? So the first first couple times I did it, I, I couldn't get enough speed to get to the to the rim because they're like you know dunk it and hold on to the rim. Mm-hmm. But I got to hold a ball. You know, I don't have the hands to palm the ball. Yeah. So I'm holding the ball and trying to run like this. Claw, your claw. No, I'm claw, I'm claw. You're the claw. Yeah, I'm the claw. <laughs> and uh, so it was, I remember it was uh, like the third time I was just like, oh, man, this, this sucks. And the coordinator, uh, Keith Campbell, who's yeah. a super nice guy, OG, came up to me and he's like, he's like, Johnny, he's like, you're losing your confidence. You got this, man. And I was like, okay. And it's kind of all like I needed to hear uh-huh. was that he had, you know, my back, so to speak. Flew through the air. It was like vertical, flying towards the hoop. Slammed it, hold on. Then they grabbed it. And, you know, I sat on their shoulders and we did that whole thing. And then they, you know, then they threw you on the shoulders of the other people and cut to that. I remember that. But that was probably the gnarliest. That was that was big, dude. That was a big stunt. Yeah. You still have it because it's on the DVD. Yeah, it's on the. Um, dude, I remember that yeah. because everyone was like, "This was just insane." Johnny like fucking flew. Yeah. You went like Superman. Yeah, like like went up and then out towards the rim. Yeah. I mean, people are doing it like, you know, for halftime shows now, but at that time I was just like that wasn't your bag. Okay. So you're a stunt man, but you're a dancer, but you also do a lot of falls, you can drive. There's yeah. a, there, people don't realize that so many different stunts. Martial arts is Yeah, martial arts. Mostly what I do. No, but you can do all of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, burns. And, and you you do a big burn, mm-hmm. and you do all this shit. That is a, like the halftime show mascot. I don't think people realize how intense that is. No, it's, it, I mean those dudes are super. Like they could be something. They're going from the foul line. Yeah. And the other thing is, they had pa- they have pads down. Yeah. We didn't. We couldn't shoot with pads that day. Yeah. Because they wanted the whole thing. <laughs> so it was like a wide shot, and they're like, "No, we can't. We, we can't have pads on the ground." I'm like, "Were you scared?" What, because you thought you were going to get messed up? Well, I didn't want to let go of the rim because that would flip you down and smack you into the ground, you know? There wasn't any fake asphalt? No. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. And you were padded up, though. Uh, not really, because really, you had my... Oh, my God. The basketball shorts and the sleeveless thing and yeah, and the wrist cuffs and the headband and all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So it was, That could have yeah. went bad. 
Could have sucked. Yeah. But it was it was we would have had to pay you a lot more. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. Wow. I freak see that. And then what happens? Isn't but that was that was probably the biggest thing for Malibu's. I mean, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a whole lot. No, we had you a know, lot we, of guns. Yeah, we had the guns and uh every <laughs> that scene where you're like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me, blah blah blah. And then they wanted a shot of just your your feet, like a low angle of just your legs and feet that they used me for. And, you know, seeing all the guys in the in the foreground running away and stuff like that. Yeah. Or in the distance running away, not the foreground. Um, and I was doing it and they're like, I was just standing there shooting and they're like, Can you can you move your feet and legs a little bit more, you know, a little more animated? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Next take I did it and they're like yeah, not so much Elvis. <laughs> um, just <'Cause>, <laughs> because they shot like, your feet. Yeah, like, I was like, hey, man. Hey, look at him. Look out here. You know? so when they cut to the feet, hopping up and down, those are your feet. Those are my feet, yeah. And they're like, yeah, not so much Elvis. Okay, another take. And then you know, it was like half and half. I don't think people realize that, you know, you do all of the stuff. And then yeah. at the end, so, when they need the face... Hey, what's up? Isn't that terrible? But yeah. I'd do it for you because A, you get paid more. Yeah, totally. And B, you know me. So I'm like, yeah. he knows everything I'm gonna do. And then you would do it and I would copy you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I think I think one of the best compliments I got was from um uh Alex Daniels on the Ghost Whisperer. You were in like some library, some dude comes running out, shoulder checks you. And you got to go flying backwards and, you know, land in the low I angle. I remember that. USC. Yeah. And the dude right. clocks me. That was an yeah. intense hit. And I remember we we did it. We did like two takes of, of me taking the hit and falling back on my back and sliding towards camera. And, you know, and then I had to get up and, and you know, do what you do, mm -hmm. you know, to so that they have something to cut to. And I remember the, the stunt coordinator, Alex Daniel, goes... You know how he moves. You looked exactly like him when you like got up and like looked for the guy. And I'm like, cool. All right, I'm doing my job. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? I know. I mean, well, people don't realize that because we've been knowing each other since we were 12. Yeah. And so we follow. But like a lot of people would say, oh, let the actor do it and the stunt guy. No, I trust you. You're going to make the safe moment for me. Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to copy you. But I mean, even on Heartbeat. Like you did stunts on that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot and, about that. I mean, I re yeah. So it's like we've done so many things. Now we've had a lot of crazy experiences. What can you say? <laughs> can we want? You have anything from Malibu? A wild story. I'm trying to think. You don't have to. A wild story. I'm trying to think of like something that we did. Like when you were. Oh God. A wild story from. No, you don't have to. I don't know if I have a wild. No, story we do. We just have to think of it because I'm trying to think of a wild stunt, but you just kind of told it to me. The driving, I remember driving the Escalade on. Yeah, uh, you drove a lot on the PCH. Yeah, and uh, the camera car um, had a you know the had a crane with a camera on a jib, and <clears throat> I remember they wanted me. They they would swing the camera around, and then they wanted me to get as close as I. I remember this to the camera, but the camera is—it's low. It's to to get a shot of the the license plate, 
Deshiznit. Deshiznit, yeah. Right? So as soon as it goes below the hood, I, I don't know where it is. The I camera. Can't, I can't see it. Yes. And they're like closer on the radio, and I'm like getting closer. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, like you know. Yes. So that was, that was a little, you know, tricky, a little bit gnarly. And then I remember we, <clears throat> they had the camera low, and they wanted me to come up to it fast, and they were going to lift it up and go over. And I don't know if something happened on the camera car or something, but as I was coming, they couldn't get the camera up. And I, I, I like, immediately <clears throat> hit the brakes and, like, backed off. And we finally were able to get it up. And the, the first AD, I can't remember his name. He was a nice guy. He was like, hey, nice driving, Johnny. He's like, uh, thanks for not ruining the camera. I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, but that's a dude, you do a lot of different specialties. I know that MMA and fighting is your specialty, but mm -hmm. also high falls, mm -hmm. fire. Fire. Um, wire, wire. I'd say wire. Mm -hmm. I even would say diving, dude. He did some pretty big ass high dives in Malta. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's not normal. How would, how, you didn't even really have training in diving, no. I know. So would you say a stuntman's life is kind of learn as you go, a super physical? Mm, yeah. A, a lot of this stuff I've, I've learned. I mean, I did. I started with live shows, and I still train people for live shows as well. Because um, it's, one, it's a way to give back to the community, but it's also a way to... I don't know, just kind of stay in it fresh, you know? Yeah. Hungry with, you know, hanging out with young people that are like, hey, man, you want to you want to do a fight scene? Yeah. Yeah, sure, let's go. They're all jacked up. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you learn as you go, but you, you, you go after what interests you. You know, I have friends that, you know, they grew up doing motocross. So their big thing is, you know, vehicles, you know, bikes or cars or whatever. I know guys that are amazing competitive divers national champion divers mm -hmm. that now are like high fall guys and Mem you know. ernie ernie reyes ernie reyes and stephen ho mm -hmm. ninja yeah. turtles they used all that yeah mitch gaylord mm -hmm. super duper mitch gaylord and keith campbell were on the same gymnastics team really keith campbell the stunt coordinator yes Malibu's. yeah wow yeah. yeah mitch gaylord is like the king of like anything super crazy flips yeah yeah, so they were on the same team. I, I believe they were on the same team, same college. And everything. A lot of people. So what what people don't know is what you do is, if they go to a show at Universal, mm -hmm. you work for the company. Well, I work for a company that Universal hires, and they do the live. Uh, yeah, and we train the people to do the live action show. So like Waterworld. Yeah, that's your show. Yeah, and then what other ones? The are there? Born uh, Born Identity. Yeah, the Bourne show in Orlando. That's your show? Yeah. But we do the Waterworld show in Singapore, Japan, and Beijing. Okay. Now, Malibu's was a little hard, but it was easy for you. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. I mean, one, we're in Malibu, or we're we're downtown. Yeah, we either shot in Malibu we're, or Compton. Yeah, we're in L.A. Yeah. It was awesome. It was beautiful. It was so good. It was beautiful. And then we go on the next one. And we go to Australia, which was, I loved it. I loved it <laughs> for anybody because you know my channel. Uh -huh. Son of the Mask is a deep 
deep connection to the people that are on this channel. Mm. And there's a lot. I've already interviewed Larry. Oh, nice. And there's a lot of history there. Oh, and, my gosh. And they Tons. think they know that we've been we've been robbed. And I mean, you you had. I mean, you might have been in the movie longer than me. I think you got there earlier. We left at the same time, but I was there for like six months. You might have been there for seven or eight. Yeah. You stayed the whole time. I went back to L.A. a couple oh, right. times. For Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. And you stayed. Mm -hmm. But see, the thing is, Malibu's, I always tell people Malibu's was a very intense movie to make. For me, I had a lot of hats. And yeah. even though John's doing this stunt that looks fun for you, it's a lot. It's very intense. It's fun at the end, but it's intense. Yeah, I mean, you got Mal on your game. And Malibu's is a great movie of love when you watch it, but to make it, there was a lot going on. It was intense for me to do it. Yeah. Mask, however people perceived it, let's say they didn't perceive it as well as we wanted, you had, like, the best time making that movie. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they put me up in an apartment. Yup. They gave me a car. Yup. I was the only person who didn't damage the cars. Yup. Uh, American. Yup. When they returned them. Um, and I bought a push bike, you know, what they call pushy. Yup. Um, just a normal bicycle. Once... You lived in King, King's Cross? Just, a, just just like up and behind King's Cross. Okay, yeah. Because um, you had the city spot and I had the beach spot. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, we can mix it up here. Yeah. But I remember uh, Hans, Hans, your bodyguard. Tell a little bit who Hans was. Oh, I loved Hans. <laughs> Hans was. I loved Hans. <laughs> he, he was, was like 6'4". Yeah, he was my driver. And my bodyguard. And bodyguard. And like, yeah, he, I mean, and also like human weapon. Yeah. You, a total human weapon. Yeah. <clears throat> big, big fuck-off mustache. Didn't let me go anywhere without him right there. No. Flat yeah. top. And yeah. I mean, you were going to get, like, a little snack, and he'd walk with you. Right next He's to right me. He's right there. Yeah. But, came right off of George Lucas. Well, he came off George, He came off two Star Warses. Oh, okay. He was George Lucas's right hand. Mm. They put him with me. I mean, that was incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. My so, But my favorite story <clears throat> was I went down to Bondi. You know, one bon week. Bondoy. 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 And uh and I see I see guys and girls riding in the wave and they have like this this uh kind of like fin on their hand and they're 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 body surfing. Yeah. And uh so I asked Hans on Monday, yeah, I'm like, Hey hon. he goes, uh, John, what'd you do today? Or what'd you do over the weekend? I went to Bondi, and uh, I said, you know, I noticed they have these things on their hands. And he goes, yeah, that's for body surfing. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I go, on the other side, there's surfers. And he goes, he goes, yeah, right. And I go, Hans, do you surf? And he goes, body surf. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then my other favorite story of Hans. There's so many, dude. So many. There's so many. The, my favorite though was he he comes up to me one day and he's like he's like John I got to leave for about a week I'm doing some training yeah he he goes I'm gonna bring in my my partner whatever his name was and he, and he goes he's also known as the fist and I'm like oh well, I remember this the fist was supposed to be me no the fist was his replacement when he left for uh, for me for me for you yeah for okay, your got for it. your protection I think I remember the fist yeah, okay. the fist yeah and uh 
So I said, well, Hans, where are you going? And he said, uh, well, we do some training of journalists that are going, you know, into war-torn areas. He did, he basically did live action role play yeah. with journalists with journalists and real like mercenaries to mm -hmm. get them ready to go into hostile territories right okay so so i ask i go i go really i said so what you know what do you what do you guys do and he's like well they they go into like a a, a conference room or, or a, a you know a big room and they're supposed to be taking a class he goes and we come in hoods on ski mask we zip tie them put hoods on them throw them in a van take them to somewhere and we interrogate them and I go, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah. See, John, there's five personalities of a hostage situation. And I said, well, what are they? And he goes, well, you have the leader. Then you have the psycho. Then you have the negotiator. You have the nice guy. And then you have the rapist. And I go, what role do you play, Hans? And he goes, I'm the rapist. <laughs> I remember and I go, of course you are. And he goes, oh, it's good fun, John. He goes, I remember that. He goes, I made a woman cry last uh, the last trip. He goes, I licked her face and she just started crying. He goes, great fun. We have to edit that part. He's gonna fucking come for us. <laughs> it was so good, dude. I'm the rapist. The rapist. Of course you are. Wow, I dude, I remember that. He was. He's the best guy to guard you. So good. He never broke a smile. No. No. We we did make him laugh though, you and I made him laugh a couple times. Yeah, dude, people don't even know he was like, a riot. all the things that we did on that movie. Oh, we were, I mean, that was six <sighs> months of fourteen, sixteen hour days. A definite every day was at least fourteen hours, minimum. Yeah, minimum. Then we started going six day weeks. Oh yeah, like I couldn't move on a Sunday. No, it was like the last six weeks of the shoot. We were doing six days. 16 hours And I would say Just have John Do the first two hours <laughs> And they would make you up So I could get yep. A little bit more sleep Yeah And so you were We were double masking it For a while Yeah Oh yeah I mean dude They used When they molded your face Cause they molded mine as well But mm -hmm. then Cause I had just like the You know It was supposed to be like The stunt hood right? Yeah And then more got involved they're like, well, your bone structure is kind of the same of Jamie's, so why don't we just use the pieces that we have, extra pieces that we have for Jamie's? So it was like I had a full-on thing, the same same prosthetic. I know you did procedure as you, which was crazy because I was like, all right, and I was like, let them do it, like mm -hmm. get them in. They would shoot you from the side, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, it looked a lot like me, but they would shoot you on angles where you couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, dude, the only time I ever really got hurt. I remember that. I don't think I got. It was crazy. It was a miracle. It was it, that was that movie. That whole movie. That well, when I did Malibu's, I had hemorrhoids for like half the movie because I was always. <laughs> I ne well, never got. I never got. You never got sleep, time to. And I was paranoid, and I wanted to be funny. And we were doing, and we we're doing all the physical. And Terry Crews, he kept picking me up, and he's like, he would always pick me up. And I'll never forget. He picked me up in that shootout scene. Hmm. And I had like a fucking flaring hemorrhoid. And he'd pick me up. He'd be like, he'd be like, get down. I wish my pops were like that. And that was a different scene. But, mm -mm. and he would, I remember he picked me up or something. And I'm like, dude, 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 dude. And he's like, what? I'm like, I got a hemorrhoid. And he's like, oh, my bad. And he fucking, <laughs> so he knew. yeah, he knew. And that was tough. But then when we went to Australia. We just, listen, we were all in. We didn't, I had no time. 
Mm-mm. We were we we rehearsed a month before. We had weapons, fights, dogs, Baby. babies, CGI, driving. I mean, we have like ten levels of insanity, which you don't do in a movie. We did them all at once. Yeah, and you know, you were right there with me. You were doing everything to the point where you also had your own stand-in, uh, our girl over there, which is another story. Um, but like, she was also actively doing a lot of stuff for a trailer. Yes, and yeah. and we had. I just remember I did this big rig. And I was like, I'm gonna do this scene, and it was a pulley. It was a, it was a. You had oh. to, you had to. It was a hand pull of you going up to the top of the stairs with a camera, at the top of the stairs, and you were supposed to beatbox. Yeah, so it was a practical pull, mm-hmm. and so it is. Instead of me jumping, it looks like I'm gonna jump, but instead they pull me. Yeah, and I just had to move my legs right. Yeah, you just had to ride what they call ride the line. Yeah, you know, beat be tense on it so that it it you can land it nice and it it just kind of dragged you dude i don't know if it was me it was probably me but it was also quick and it was, it was way strong yeah and the thing just went and fucking and ragdolled me right into the stairs right into this metal i'll never forget right into the staircase metal sta- metal staircase and it went oh. and that was like that was right on your shin. Dude, it was like six. It was probably already 10 or 11 hours. My mom was there. Oh, I remember that. She was there. She's like, oh, my God. And I got pulled into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. It was like hit my shin on him. Dude, I don't know. how. Remember, I had a huge ball. It was like bigger than this. It was like a softball. It was a softball with a cut in it. Yeah, that came out of my shin. And I'm like, I just broke my fucking shin. There's no way I can. Yeah. Some bizarre thing happened within, I don't know, an hour and a half. They were like, okay, John's going to do it, so then you end up doing it. Mm-hmm. They did something. They put some crazy shit. I don't know if it's that stuff that you use in martial arts, that brown stuff. Mm, like you, mo- Muay Thai yeah, juice. Th- Muay Thai juice or something. The, th- the ice, the thing went down. Mm-hmm. It was remarkably not broken. Yes. It didn't bleed that much, but it was just had a had a lot of swelling. Yeah. They taped it and they said, "Are you good to act?" and I said, "I am." Yeah. And then we acted another like 5 no, we, hours. Yeah, another 5 hours. It was cuz I was like, "Oh, this is it. I'm bitched out." And yeah. I couldn't believe how lucky I was. And after that, I was like, "If Me I too. don't know how to do a stunt, I'm never going to do it." Yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. really Listen, I was too tired, too lackadaisical cuz like you're you're the exact opposite of me. You're like Everything is this, and I'm like <laughs> loosey goosey, and that one I couldn't be. No, yeah, you need to be super tight. And it went, but I also just that thing pulled me so fucking fast, and that's when I got yeah. a real education. Yeah, should have probably did some tests with you. I know. Did we not? I don't know if we did. <laughs> but by the way, I'm not complaining. I know it's not I, anyone's I think, fault. I think maybe we did like two, but baby tests. But I feel like, like half tests, speeds. And yeah, you, and you were like, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you sure? Yeah. But was that you guys pulling it or was it no it was it was, it was air? The, it was the, the other Aussie stunt but, team. But guy. was it air? No, it's just guys jumping down off a oh, box. God, it fucking so it's it's you know, it's up and down here and they they jump down off a box which pulls you up and it, you pendulum to your spot. But you have to be really, really tight in, in your harness and everything like that. Yeah. I 
that movie had so much practical effects. Do you, do you remember my birthday? When I got punched in the head by those dudes? Was that on your birthday? <laughs> what? Wait, I remember this, but we, we were all out eating sushi. We all, yeah, we all went out, ate sushi, and then we went to this. It was like Jamie Foxx was there the night before, and I go, oh, we're getting the second Jamie. <clears throat> yeah. Because he was shooting stealth. The stealth with uh, um, Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we went out, we had sushi, and then we went to this a couple bars, but the one that we ended up in was like, it was like like a basement bar almost. You, you like went downstairs, and there was a bunch of people from the crew, and they're like, well, shot, shot. We're all doing shot. I'm like, yeah. And I'm with the um, uh, stand in. Yeah, you're with your friend. Yeah. And uh, this beautiful, 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 beautiful girl. young lady. Yeah. yeah. She, she was Canadian. But she, she had a bit of a mouth on her. Well, <laughs> let, let's. Let's just proceed along with the story. Yeah. And you'll find out. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm like, I need I need cash. So we went outside and I'm looking for an ATM. But I'm feeling really good because I just they just gave me a bunch of shots. And I look across the street and I'm like, that looks like an ATM. I'm like, let's go. And obviously the cars drive on the opposite sides of the road there. Yeah. And so now we get to the middle of the street. And a car comes by, and she kicks it. <laughs> I remember this. She was so fucking nuts. I, but she was wild. She was. I love was her. Very pretty. She was sexy, but she was crazy. She kicks the car. She kicked a fucking moving car. I remember that. And we're like, why'd you do that, Char? And I'm like, I don't want to name drop. And we start to walk across the street, and I'm like, did did you kick that car? Yeah, for no reason. And she's like, yeah, they're too close or something like that. And I look and I see the car is pulled over. And there's a big bus that they just pulled in front of. And we're walking behind the bus. And yeah. we turn. And as I turn and we stand up on the sidewalk, bam, right here. I'm like, Ugh. oh, and then whack. I get two punches from two different dudes. And I'm kind of drunk. So I'm like, oh, are these guys hitting me? Yeah. And she's like, don't. And they're like, Whoa, who kicked my car? Blah, blah, blah. And she fucking did it. Yeah. This is an example of like, you know what. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So she's like, no. And I feel something like tickling my nose. And I'm like, and it's blood. And I'm like, all right, these guys are punching me. And I get into a fight stance. And all of a sudden, the third guy comes and he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they just start walking away. And from across the street, from the bar, I hear, Johnny! And I turn around, and it's the fist. Your bodyguard. Okay. And he comes running over, and he's like, you're right. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he goes, you want me to go get him? And I go, eh. And he runs up, and he grabs one of them. <laughs> and he's like, Johnny, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, let him go, let him go. It's all good, let it go. Just Sweet. Because we got to work the next day. Yeah, we didn't need a lawsuit. We don't need a we don't need a street fight. With, yeah, with you. Where was I at? You were coming out the bar too. I was. You were. It with, all attacked with trailer and uh, with a bunch of. I other, had a crew. The, the whole rest of the crew. Yeah, I came out after all the fight happened. So so. Oh God, the so, fist. The fist. 
So Fist every, was like, what do you want me to do? He was like, Isn't uh, that sweet? Yeah, I'll beat the crap out of him yeah. if you say the word. And I was like, no, nah, just let him go. So now everybody's like, are you all right? You all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. <laughs> I remember coming out. I was like, dude, what happened? You're like, these guys jumped me. They just punched me in the head twice. And uh, the girl is now like over, you know, away, like crying, like, oh, Johnny. And one of the special effects guys who ran the baby, Remember those guys? Who yeah. Made the baby move? Yeah. He's like, now, are, are you going to do that again? To her. To her. Yeah. And she goes, no. And he goes, okay, then I think you learned a lesson. And she goes, tell Johnny I love him. And then she like ran off. <laughs> that was the night. Dude. That was crazy. And we, we, our call time was 6 a.m. And this is at like. You got hit at like 2.30 a.m.? 2.30. Like two, you got like punched out. You didn't get a black eye though. Mm-hmm. You did have a black eye. Mm-hmm. And that's right. You're, uh, you're I got egg- a black eye on Romeo and Juliet. I know. I never got more fights except on movie sets. <laughs> There's, it's because right. everyone's too entitled. Yeah. Go ahead. But um, your agent at the time, because I showed up, I had a black eye, and it was just Pammy or Jason. Pammy. Okay. And she's like, get some arnica cream. Yeah. First time I heard of ar- arnica cream, and I smeared it all around in two days. Black guy was gone. I remember that now. Soreness was gone. Everything was gone. And I'm like, oh, this is good. Dude, let's be real about Australians. They're dirty fighters. <laughs> what do you, well, I did that and I laid it in the queue. What do you remember? What I laid it in the waited in the fucking queue line for like 40 oh, for minutes. The, for the time. And two dudes fucking muscled me out. And I was like, what are you fucking doing? And then I waited again. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Harry got Remember that? We yep, go to a club. That club. We had to wait for him to get him out, yeah, and then and then they let us in. It was a yeah, yeah. there's a lot we could say. I remember, I remember when we were at that club and Prince Harry was he was living his best life. Yeah, he was cruising through. Yeah, and this girl's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "It's Prince Harry," and I'm like, "And yeah," and she goes, "He's a royal," <laughs> and I go, <laughs> "I go, well, he's kind of like a a D celebrity where I'm from. I'm like, I, like." Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, the Hitler outfit that he wore was like the biggest thing that we I knew him from. He wore a Hitler outfit. Yeah, at a Halloween party, and he oh, caught shit for, for it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah, it's a royal, and I'm like, mm-hmm. really, dude? Can he dance, dude? Did, what did she apologize to you the next day? She did. Yeah, she was wasted. Yeah, she was a mess. Was she on pills? I don't know. Would you say that's a common thing of women getting men beat the fuck up? Well, yeah, sometimes they, they pick the fight. And then... W- what are we supposed we to do? We have to clean the mess up. Yeah. Well, because we're going to get blamed. Well, the thing regardless. is, those guys had no idea. They no. probably had a nice car. They came in hot. They see you. They can't punch her. Right. Exactly. You're minding your own business. <laughs> You're having yeah. a great night. It's your fucking birthday. Yeah. And you get clocked. Yeah. Now imagine if you're on camera. And I get punched on camera? You had to go to camera next day and they had to fix your oh, eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good thing of being a stunt double. You shouldn't see your face. I know, but dude. You know. But there, there's a few moments in Son of the Mask in the alleyway where I remember you and I were watching it <sighs> at the premiere. and uh, And there's a shot of it's supposed to be you, but it's it's me reaching for the baby from Alan Cummings. Yeah. And you're literally next to me, and you go, dude, that's so you. 
That's that's your head right there. <laughs> and I'm like, it is. You're right. It's like, I know because it's a couple <laughs> shots. Like, I'm like, crop them out. It's like that's your head. <laughs> but here, dude, I can see it. <laughs> I know, see, like, dude. The side of my head. Well, the movie got edited a lot. Yeah, there, there was a lot. There was a lot to that. Um, I want to talk about. I mean, you've done so many things that people don't realize, but you worked on another huge franchise. We could talk all day about some of the masks, but... Oh, my God. Yeah. You worked in another franchise. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was in the Bahamas. Yes. How did you... You worked on Pirates, which number? Two and three. Two and three. Yeah. How long was that shoot? They filmed them back-to-back, so I was on and off that for about two years. Wow. Because I injured my knee while we were filming, so I had to take... Well, I took five months off. I had to get my ACL repaired mm-hmm. or, or replaced. Um, and it was like minimum recovery is six months. But the stunt coordinator called me at four months and said, hey, how's your knee? We were thinking about bringing you back. I said, yeah, it's great. And You do one of the most, I think, one of the most iconic little shots in the movie. Which one? With the chest. Uh, yeah, with the tre- treasure chest, yeah. Johnny Depp knocks my head off with a coconut. Yes. Yeah. So you love Depp. Yeah, he was nice. He was. He He's was a great cool. dude, right? He was super cool. Yeah. Super cool. You go and meet him, and on that set they had a nickname for you. Uh, well, I gave myself the nickname. Why? Try to make people laugh. So they, you called everyone called you the squirrel. Wild squirrel was the, the wild squirrel. Yeah. So the way it, the way it. When we, when we first went there, I had, you know, like a, a small book of contracts and NDAs to sign and stuff. So filling it out. In the, uh, the because, of, because of the movie or because Johnny? Because of the movie. I mean, for, uh, yeah, for everything. everything. Like, don't yeah. talk about it. Don't take pictures. You can't do nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So, um, so as I'm filling it out, the assistant coordinator goes, hey, if anybody's got an extra hand, help J.D. with his paperwork. J.D.'s got a lot of paperwork. And someone goes, who the fuck is J.D.? And he goes, John Dunahue doesn't have a nickname yet. And I looked up and I go, I was actually hoping for Wild Squirrel to make my friends that I knew, like three or four guys there, laugh. Yeah. And the assistant coordinator like kind of looks at me and he goes, Wild Squirrel it is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then it's stuck. <laughs> okay. So then the the day that the coconut head or the you know coconut knocking off my head um, – he knocks your head out. What, or were you a pirate? I was a, a like a sea creature pirate. Okay. I was part of the octopus guy. Yeah. Part of his crew. Okay. So I had a conch shell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they wanted someone to run across this coconut grove carrying the chest and not make the chest move. Try to hold it as still as possible. Okay. And they had one guy do it, and the director's like, I don't like it. Who else you got? They got another guy to do it, and they're like, I don't like the way he's running. Who else you got? And I'm like hanging out with the other stunt guys, and I hear squirrel, and I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Get over here!" And they're like, "All right, you know, run across the coconut grove. Try not to move it. Right? Try to keep it steady, but run as fast as you can." And I'm like, "All right." So I get, I get to my my, you know, um, one my my beginning point, and I'm like, as I'm walking over there, I'm like, "How do you how do you run fast without moving your arms?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And earlier where we where we were living as we were leaving getting into the van to go we were very very remote. We were in St. Vincent 
and he saw a bunch of chickens running around. Yeah. Chickens don't move when they run. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I, and their legs move, and that's all, that's all it is. And I'm like, run like those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the run. That's you carrying the chest. Yeah, I'm carrying the chest and just trying to run without moving, you know? Yeah. So I do the run. They're like, go back. And I do again. They're like, go again. And I do it again. One more. And I run back. And they're like, that's great. Cut. Cool. Moving on. I'm like, sweet. The next day, Johnny Depp's on set. Now they're filming all his stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm hanging out with the other stunt guys. And I hear, squirrel. I'm like, yep. Come here. I run over. And the director, Gore Verbinski, he's like, um, squirrel. Do you remember that run you did yesterday? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you think you could do it again for for Johnny's eyesight, uh, eyeline? And Johnny's right here. And, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, squirrel, Johnny, Johnny the squirrel. And I look at Johnny Depp and I go, Johnny. And he goes, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so the, That's so funny. So, so dude, the fact he rolled with it, dude. The fact that. That I had the director and the lead actor calling me squirrel. Oh, dude. Because so the word funny. squirrel is a funny sounding word. It's funny. Yeah. So squirrel, these guys squirrel. called you squirrel the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Wait, was that the only time you worked with Depp? Um He's cool, dude. On, on Pirates, yeah. I mean, he was he was around when we were doing yeah. other things, you know. There was so much stunts <clears> on there. <throat> so much. So many. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, when you heard all that stuff about it, you knew he didn't do it. You mean like his stunts? No, his, his lawsuit. It's just like oh no 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 no. He's he's literally. I mean, the time like his beautiful soul. He was hanging out with us. We were on the ship. There was like a whole big bomb sequence, and he's walking down the stairs as guys are flying and things are blowing up. But before all that. He's just hanging out with all the stunt guys. Yeah. And he's talking to, again, Keith Campbell. Yeah. And he's like, he he, just casually talking about what, what like, what other films you worked on? And Keith said Batman. And, like, the early Batmans. The uh, Tim Burton ones? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember Johnny going, did you get, get to keep the suit? And Keith's like, no, they made us turn that in. And he goes, oh, that's a bummer. That'd be fun to have. Oh, wow. Like, he was just a cool dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He He's always a guy that is with the people. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a regular dude, really. I mean, he's eccentric, for yeah. sure. But he's cool. He's just a cool guy. I know. And his, like, I've it's, it's, yeah, don't get me started, man. Fucking yeah. depressed and says shit. It's not true. It's not true. You know who else is really fun and cool? Jeffrey mm. Rush. Dude, he was almost inside of the mask. Dude, he would come out when we were in um, Freeport, Bahamas. Yeah. He'd come out, he'd have a, you know, a t-shirt on with a with a suit jacket with the sleeves pushed up. He does he and like he, to get after it? And and he's out just like having drinks with everybody. Yeah. And just like but really just again, just chill, just cool. I mean, he would kind of remind you of like I don't know, the fifth member of, like, the Rolling Stones or something. Yeah. He was just like, hey, yeah, how's, how's it going, man? Yeah. Was really cool. Really sweet guy. He was he is amazing, dude. Mm. You were telling me something about when you were shooting in Chicago, and I think this is really interesting. Is it Chicago PD? Well, I've done Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, um, Fargo, 
worked on Fargo with the the season with Chris Rock. Yeah. Um, but this was uh, Justified. Justified you were doing this when this something happened? Yeah. So you were in Chicago. In Chicago. Um, the shot was uh, Timothy Oliphant was driving a car with the camera car and, and basically the, the camera car, you know, the crane is here and then the, the, the camera picks him up and then he takes off and the camera follows him down the road. So they wanted to line that up with, with me driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're out in the road and we have this massive street. Um, I think it's California street uh, locked off. So there's cops at one end cops at the other. And so we own the street and we get on, on the street and they're like, Hey, come down, you know, bring, bring the cars down to the street light. We want to see how the light works, you know, see how it's going to work. And there's a big park to the left of us where, all production is crafty and everybody. And we're sitting there and I hear pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, what? that's gunfire. And I hear someone in the camera car go, is that gunshots? And I said, yes, it is. And then you hear pop, 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 pop. It's moving, like moving around. And I was like, that that's moving. And all of a sudden. Oh, shit. All of a sudden in the rear view mirror three cars come flying around the corner pop 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 and my friend chris who's coordinating goes johnny that's them and everyone ditches into the park the camera car pulls over into the park i can only get over as far as i can and they're already coming by and i turn my lights off keep the car running but i turn the lights off and i get down and i just kind of look to my to the window and i see an suv an suv and then a like a Dodge Charger in the back and out the passenger window, you just see an arm with a gun. Going, no, pong, 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 no. Pong. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. Didn't I tell you that? You said it was a shoot on, but you didn't say it was like you saw. They were like 30, 20 yards away from you, 30 feet. No, wait. So you're shooting in Chicago. What time of night? Um, Midnight. And so yeah, uh, you're, like you're just doing a driving shot. Mm-hmm. In the middle of it, two rival gangs. Yes. We're doing a car shootout. And they drove through the set? Yeah, they drove through down the locked-off street. Well, how the fuck did they do get through the lock-off? They didn't give a shit. I mean, the cops <sighs> probably like, hey, and they're like, wah, wah. They cruised down. They ended up getting on the interstate. And you could hear them still shooting. Pop, 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 pop. So you saw an arm come out, mm-hmm. and it had a semi-automatic. No, uh, yeah, like a handgun. Yeah, yeah. It's boom, boom, Where boom, did you boom. go? As soon as they left. How close were they? So you're here. Where are they at? They're driving by you. They're driving past me over here. Shooting at in your direction? No, straight straight ahead. Thank God they weren't shooting over here. They so shooting. they're shooting outside the window, like not. Yeah, no, it's like whatever car's in front of them. They're they shooting, shooting at that, that, like a bat, like a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you were you doing, you weren't doing a shootout scene, because that could have been, nope. that, that would have been, been crazy confusing. That would have been freaky as hell. Dude. Yeah. So what happened, did they, did they shot each other, no one was hit? No, no one on production was hit, but apparently one of the drivers 
the one, someone in one of the cars got hit. And did he? Did you guys see that? We didn't see it. No, I mean they were flying by. But how do you know he got hit? Because the next day. So we were basically. Shooting. What happened after the shootout? Did they get on the freeway? Then what happens? They went on the free or, or yeah on the interstate and they took off. Production gathered up because we had you know police around us because we were you know out there, and they were like, okay, that's a wrap. What the fuck was the cops doing, dude? The, fucking donut. They ended up chasing because them, those obviously. aren't the cops. The set cops can't deal with that. No, I mean, the so they go. The that's set cops r- in 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 Chicago that we had. They they were our cops. Cops. Okay, they're not like security cops. They're so cop wait, cops. but that one was a. So wait, but no one knew that was coming. no. So wait, so they say that's a wrap. So they're like, that's a wrap. We don't know where we're gonna, you know, where it's gonna end up. But everybody, get in the van, shuttle vans, go back to base camp, you know. And we're we're wrapped like we're done, and uh, I, but I remember when I pulled over, hearing the cops that were on set going, "Get behind a, an engine! Get behind a tire! Get down! Get down!" People getting behind trees and shit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly. And then you went back the next day. No, we were done. That was like on Thursday. We were supposed to film on Friday. They shut it down, and then I came back here. And then on Monday, my friend hit me up and said, hey, we want to get those shots that we didn't get. Are you cool to come back out? I said, yeah, sure. But then they had a whole different security team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ex-military, earpieces, you know, vest, sidearms. And we get in the shuttle van, and, (laughs) you know, they're, like, on the move. So that was the most... I wonder if the sets are still like that. I'm assuming they are. I don't know. Was that during COVID? It was after. After. I mean, I think they were still testing. Yeah. You know, but it was after, like, you know, the whole shutdown of that. You didn't even really stop working. No. Because you went to Orlando. Yeah. Uh, During COVID, you mean? Yeah. I was in Orlando when COVID hit the the. The country did it shut down orlando yeah yeah for about a month to six weeks and then they're like we're opening back up and totally open um no i think uh, not completely open mm-hmm. but a lot more open than la i mean la was shut down i know dude. i mean i go hiking in the hills and they were like you know there were signs up on telephone posts you know, wear a mask when you're hiking in the hills. We, you, you could be asymptomatic, and and I'm like, there's nobody out. There's nobody here. I'm the only one out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are an early adapter. You knew right away it was. Mm. We have to be careful what we say. Well, this is YouTube. Here, here, here's the thing. When I was in Orlando, so I was in Orlando training people. I flew back here for Christmas, and. Basically, I had moved into my apartment, so everything that I moved in with was still in boxes and bags. So the whole time I was here, I was working, you know, putting, getting myself situated. Then I flew back to Orlando on Sunday night, went to work Monday. Before the shutdown. Yeah, this is, this is when, then, when it was out, but no one thought it was in the States yet. Okay. So I flew back to Orlando, landed Sunday night, went to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. At the end of the night, I'm like, man, I'm feeling like I'm not feeling good. Like a flu, 
you know, like a like a bad flu. And I woke up in the middle of the night sweating, blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know, text the guy that was running, you know, kind of in charge. I said, I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'll let you know how I feel. And then it was four days. It was Thursday night, Friday, Saturday into Sunday was sweats, feeling like a truck was sitting on my chest, um, changing my literally waking up and changing my clothes like three times in the night because I was sweating through everything. And I was like, you know, I hadn't been sick in 10 years. So I'm like, all right, you know, the flu came around and just, you know, cracked me or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was su like Sunday I woke up and I'm like, I got to do laundry. I'm running out of clothes. Did laundry, fell asleep on the couch for like four hours, woke up, fever was broken. I felt pretty good. And then I woke up Monday and I felt really good. Went and got a coffee and I was like, hey, I'll be at work tomorrow. How long were you down? I would say like four days. Did you you told me early on you got it, but you don't think you don't you never knew if you had it because they didn't have to test you. No one was testing then. But you sweated out. Didn't you wrap yourself up with blankets? Oh yeah. I had a, a What's the thing? Why do you do that? So you 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 so you you the fever that when you get a fever it's your body's natural reaction to heat itself up to kill whatever you have. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Because I mean same same reason why we cook our meat is to kill any bacteria that's in or on the meat. Right? Yeah. S same principle with our with our body. Mm -hmm. You know, you you heat it up. Now if you can add to that heat you're gonna you're gonna help your body break that that fever or kill what whatever's in you, mm -hmm. you know, or weaken it at least, you know. So yeah, so I I had a, a t-shirt on, I had a hoodie on, with the hood up, uh, sweatpants, socks, and then I grabbed all the blankets from <laughs> from the other room, and I would Dude. just you I were mean, sweating it out in a Motel is, Six? Is, no, 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 we were at. Um, we were at like a condo. Wow. So we had a kitchen and everything. But no one knew anything yet, so they didn't they didn't quarantine. No. No. So the only place was the only thing that was open was your face. Yeah, this is like all that was there. And it's just like Is that your normal routine when you get sick? All the time. Every time. Vitamin Eesh. vitamin C, uh, zinc and just water, fluids. And sweat it out. And sweat it out, break the fever. And usually, like, if I get the flu, I can break the fever in, like, two days. This mm. thing kept going, and I'm like, what's going on? And that, But that's what made me think, look, I haven't been sick in, like, 10 years. Maybe, you know, my immune system isn't that strong because I haven't run into anything recently. You know what I mean? So that's what I thought. And then, again, I, like I said, I was changing my clothes three times a day. Yeah, I was sweating through it, and I would sleep on the other side of the bed because I was, the the bed was wet from my sweat. Um, wet from my sweat. Mm -hmm. Gross. But uh, yeah, Sunday when I fell asleep on the couch, I, it, I felt like, and I had just woken up from sleeping however many hours, and I was like, man, I, I think I need to lay down. And I laid down on the couch. I had football on. Crashed for like four hours, and. Woke up and the blanket was wet. My clothes were wet, but the fever broke. You know, I wasn't like chilly or anything. So I was like, all right. Took a shower. I went and got like a can of soup and some crackers. Ate that. Went to sleep that night. Woke up the next day feeling really good. But it was 
the Tuesday that I went back to work, it was like that night when I went back to the um, the, the condo that we were staying in, I'm watching the news, and they're giving a list of all the COVID symptoms. You know, fever, sweats. Oh, you know, fuck. You know, blah, 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 this and this. And I'm like, well, I had that, I had that, I had that, I had that. I'm like, all right, I had it. And then you didn't get it again for how long? Um, I was traveling from L.A. to Orlando to Chicago, back to L.A., back to Orlando, up to Maine for two years with just wearing a mask, and I didn't get get it ever again. Or, or You got it, it again. I got it again, but not within those two years. And I was traveling a lot. And there was no one on the plane. No, there was like three people on the plane, which was awesome. Um, you know, the audio will still be fine. And it's and we had an hour. I want to ask you one more thing because I did hit my points. And yeah. there's I could sit with you for six hours, but it was gonna run out anyway. Um, I mean, there's so much I'm gonna ask you, but I'm gonna ask you one other thing because I was gonna go into your funeral shit, but forget that now. <laughs> How much do you think the business has changed, dude? Oh, do you have like I like I obsessed today. Like, I hate it when I do that because I go to these events and I see people that I haven't seen in a while, you know, they're the famous people. Mm-hmm. And I think I was fine with everyone. Um, isn't the business completely fucking different? Yes. It, it's funny. I was talking to a couple guys today, actually, about it. Um, there's, so, there's so much content. Yes. There's so much streaming. Yes. Like, my, my friend, her girlfriend is an actress. Okay. And, you know, she's on something on a streaming platform. Okay. I've never seen the show. I know. And when I met her, I had no idea who she is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you IMDb and you go, oh, okay. Okay. But a lot of the IMDb's, I'm like, I never saw that. Yeah. I'm, you know, I don't know where, where do you watch that? You know, um, did you? Was there a weird moment? No, no. But the thing is, it's <laughs> almost filler. It's like say whatever you want, but my first ten credits made a mark. Yeah, like you just don't do that now. No, and that's the thing. The other thing is, movies. There's, where's the premieres? <sighs> they're somewhere, but like they're they're few and far between. You running with the tre- treasure chest as the chicken. Mm-hmm. Makes more of a mark than half of the shit, <laughs> and it's a it's a sequence within a movie. Yeah, you know Malibu's most wanted. The title it made a mark. Like yeah, you're like I don't know. We used to go to premieres, and they would be ragers. Even premieres I didn't go. I remember I went to the Matrix Two. Did you go to the Matrix Two premiere? No, with me? no, no. It was insane. I wasn't yeah. even in it. No, but they had them. Yes. Where are they now? I think they have them, but I don't think it's on a small scale maybe or yeah. if it's if or if it's huge like if it's massive they may have one do but you like, know any of the movies that are up for best picture besides barbie and oppenheimer is maestro 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 yeah um maestro um you know, uh, you know. holdovers paul giamatti oh right but like you because that's what i'm saying it's but like i haven't seen any of those films jamie at all, I saw Barbie. I didn't see. I didn't see any of them. Yeah, like I used to love to go to the ArcLight. I know, because they had a they had a little restaurant, a little bar. 
get a little little wine, have a little snack. Yeah, give me give me another glass of wine. You can take it into the movie theater. Take a little toke. Take a little toke outside in the parking lot. You know, you're feeling fine. You're feeling great, and you're ready for a film. You know, and that's the thing. That's what I miss about the, you know, and I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Was the the theater experience. I love going to the movies. You know, like I said, have a little wine, have a little snack with your friend or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever. And you're just like, yeah, well, you know, let's check out this. I saw a preview. It looked pretty cool. Whatever, you know. And you just, you're committed to hour and a half, two hours, three hours, whatever it is. But you're, you're captive for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're in a theater. You're not at home watching streaming something and then going oh well let me turn that off i, I gotta go check on the chicken or whatever you know what i mean it's like you commit to it streaming you're saying has almost made things background noise it is you know like i i have an antenna i know dude you're so old school bro you're i don't hilarious. have i don't have you, you have know. fucking rabbit ears bro yeah you have rabbit ears and and you watch youtube like a motherfucker not since I got my antenna. <laughs> because, yeah, dude, it is so much fun. It's so much fun because, what? one, there's no guide. Just get an app. No, that's the, this okay. is the beauty of it. There's no guide, so I have no idea what's going to be coming on. Okay. You know, I get CBS, I get NBC, I get KCAL. Yeah. You know, certain, certain you know, local, you know, uh, channels. But then you get little weird ones. You know, like, not, not weird, but, like, ones that show, you know, growing pains. Wow. Magnum P.I. Wow. And then the, the one channel, Bounce. Is Bounce from, is big. From Inglewood. Dude, I just watched Hard to Kill with Seagal. Mm-hmm. Passenger 57 was on the other day. Wow. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Dude, I know. Bring, you bring, me, bring me the cheesy 90s action film. Bro, I'm about go. it. Boomerang was on. Wow. Dude, all the hot chicks in that. Insane. Insane. Dude, that's funny because those are good titles to have. So, it, dude, it is so much fun because I'm like, I have no idea what's going And you'll be on. commit. You'll watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then there's one that's called, it's just called Movies. That's the channel. It's just called Movies. Yeah. And they play everything and anything, black and white, noir. You know, I watched the whole thing of um, Clint Eastwood films. They, they did like a whole day where it was just Clint Eastwood. You know, Magnum Force, Dirty Harry, you know, Escape from Alcatraz, stuff like that. Um, before I Met You, An Eye for an Eye, 1981 Chuck Norris movie. That's on now? That was on before I came to meet you. I was like, yeah. Wow. So it's like these random fun shows. The other one is called Buzzer. And it's all old game shows. Really? Mm-hmm. Like match game? Like old... Bird comedy match game? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You get this from the antenna? From the antenna. It's, uh, you pay for the antenna. It's like 25 bucks. You plug it into your coaxial, like where your cable goes. Uh-huh. And you can download an app to find out which way to point it, but you just kind of point it. You do a scan search on your TV, and it just grabs these channels, and it's free. <laughs> Did you bring it back the antenna? <laughs> so good. <laughs> it is so good. Bro, you're watching old game shows. Old game shows, 
Magnum PI, old movies, but then you know they have like, um, like I said, you have CBS, I have NBC, so I get the news. I get, and then there's some there's some Japanese channels, and there's one Japanese channel that's all done in English, but they'll do like BBC news, so you see more news than what you would normally see if you just watched. So you see real stuff. stuff. Yeah, they talk about Japan. They talk about Singapore, Southeast Asia. They go around the world, you know, and they talk really what's going on a little bit more than we would probably hear from our local channels. You know? Ours is censored. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. That's another conversation, yeah. Because I don't want to lose any more, but I think it's a good place to end it. Yeah. There's so much more we can say, dude. Let's let's do another one. We're gonna do another one. I can do it in my office, but Roseanne's there. It's all good. She just came today. Oh, nice. For like two days. Hi, my sister. Um, usually, people promote something. Do you want to promote? You hate social media. I'm rarely even on. You don't I, want to I don't do. have Instagram. I, you want to promote being private. I want to promote people doing passionate work. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, I have a friend who loves numbers. Yeah. She's she reads math books for fun because she finds them interesting. She and she's a, she's awesome at it. So I encourage people to do what they're passionate about. Do what they love. You know, do what they love. Yeah. You'll never work again. Okay. You know. I want to tell you I love you, bro. I love you too. You know, I got to tell people that are close to me I love them now more than ever because the world's weird. It's very weird. But I love you, man. I love you too. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. <laughs> We're fucking doing it. I fucking love it. In the van. In the van. I love it. Go, so listen, good. guys, like, subscribe. You know what to do. Hit it.